Welcome to the Creative Nectar Podcast. Your hosts are Jenny Hahn and Stephanie Gray, and together we share conversations and practices around art making as a path to self-discovery, recovering wholeness, and living an authentic life. So settle in, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the nourishing taste of Creative Nectar. everyone. Welcome to the Creative Nectar podcast. I am your co-host, Jenny Hahn. And I'm Stephanie Gray. Hi, Steph. Hey, Jenny. (laughs) Welcome to all of you who are joining. Um, We are so glad you're here. And we're excited for our conversation today because we are going to be discussing, does shadow work need to be scary? And I love that we are actually, this show is going to drop on Halloween day in 2023 here. So uh, if you are listening the day that we drop, happy Halloween. But we are really excited to be talking about this because, yeah, shadow work is such a big topic. It's really, it's really hot these days, actually. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew this stuff. I, I was looking on Amazon and shadow work, some of the, some of the top selling books right now are related to shadow work, which kind of surprised me. And yeah. (laughs) I love that though. I mean, I love that for us as a collective that, that we are curious and wanting to dive in. Right. I was, Yeah. yeah, I was pretty surprised about that in a good way. Yeah. So I think, why don't we start off with just talking about like, what, what is shadow work? What is the shadow? And yeah, we can just start from there. And then I know we have a lot, a lot to talk about with it. (laughs) Yeah, it's well, it's a rich topic, isn't it? I mean, clearly, it's there's just, there's so much and so much to unpack with it. I know, I know there's the the term shadow work that was it Young or who was it that coined that? Yeah, Carl Jung. Yeah, Jung, yeah. Yes, and that and that's that's great. I can tell you what I when I say I'm working with my shadow, that means for me that I'm working with a version of myself that I have sort of kept away in a box or pretended like she didn't exist or have been has I've been super ashamed of her and haven't wanted to bring her into the fold. We'll say of the rest of me, you know, so it's, she's, she's on the outskirts. She's not at the table. <laughs> right. It, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I think of shadow work that the, the shadow being, yes, but you just said stuff, those parts of us that are either buried or the parts that are completely unknown to us, the parts that are completely in the unconscious and they, it could be something that we were once aware of that we disowned, or it could be something that we have yet to become aware of that is part of the psyche, part of our self that is not, yeah, has not been integrated at all. So yeah, whether we've buried something down and covered it, disowned it, um, or we're simply just not, not even in conscious awareness yet. Mm, yeah. 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 So we're talking about deep layers and um, parts that don't even feel like us, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is where it can be; it can easily be projected onto others. You know, they say that whatever it is that you 
judge or dislike about other people or something that rubs you the wrong way, that that can be a great entry point into looking at your own shadow of how are those pieces of ourselves that we just cannot bear to see. Definitely. And I mean, before I even get started with what I have to bring to this table, I'm curious, you had said earlier before we started recording that you had, I think you said you had a personal story about the shadow and how like the projection of side of things on that. I don't know if you feel like sharing that, but I'd love to hear it. Sure. Yeah. I, I feel like I've done a lot of work around my own shadow uh, in my life. And yet there is so much more to be done as there always is. I mean, there's always deeper and deeper layers of the onion to peel, so to speak. And one of my first like really pivotal experiences with it, where it really was presented to me a number of years ago, I was at a meditation retreat and that's a great, like at a silent extended meditation retreat is, whoo, if you want your shadow layers to come rise to the surface naturally, like just sit silently and do nothing like in meditation for days on end. And trust me, you will be meeting (laughs) pieces of the shadow. (laughs) But um, I remember at this one particular retreat, uh, the thought of one of my former bosses kept coming into my awareness And this was a boss who, this was when I was um, a young adult in a job. This boss, um, she was, uh, she was a little older than me at the time. And she was, she's no longer with us now. So, but at the time I kind of struggled with relating to her because she, I always saw her as very belligerent, boisterous, kind of over the top just, she was loud. She was, she always like, uh, let her needs be known. The, the room, the attention of the room always kind of centered around her. And she was kind of hard to get along with. I thought now at the time I was, gosh, I mean, this was a different version of me. I was probably a little more mm, contained and maybe even a little shy So it was interesting to me that at this retreat, she kept coming into my awareness. And at the time I thought, oh, I must be grieving her, you know, that she's no longer, I mean, I I was no longer working with her when I heard that she had passed away, but I, I thought, okay, I'm having grief come up. So I was talking to my teacher about it. And the more we explored, the more he helped me to see that there were aspects of myself that I was not accepting. I realized I was seeing it in her. Like Mm. all of the speaking one's needs, being bold, being not given, not giving a care what people think about you, being loud, being obnoxious, being boisterous if necessary, being huge. Like that was kind of foreign to me. And I realized at that retreat that I had, it kind of like opened the door to begin to try on some of those aspects of myself. And it's interesting stuff because you said you just found an old process painting I had done that I had lost 
that we had lost. Mm-hmm. And that kind of really big, powerful energy is in that painting. So that's a layer of, I think you could call it my shadow that I, over the years, have projected onto other people and am really starting to step into for myself. Mm. <laughs> that is beautiful. And and I just need to speak to that that painting because it is probably the biggest process painting I've ever seen because I sort of like doing damage control because long story short, it was where it probably didn't need to be and not sure how it got there. But anyway, in your um, back storage room, right? Yeah. Just to give yeah. some context. <laughs> some context. Yes. Physically, and it was somewhere it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> yes. And as I was just sort of lovingly restoring it, it, first of all, it's just big. It like resonates bigly, bigly (laughs) resonates in a big way, (laughs) but, um, like it took up most of the wall in in my studio. So I, Mm. maybe we'll take a picture of it if, if you're comfortable with that to share with our community. But anyway, I just wanted to speak to that because it is, she is very big. And she has a big presence. And it's interesting that you're bringing that online. And then the story that you're telling is about how you needed to see that in yourself and own it somewhat. So, yeah. 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 And to tie this back around to does shadow work need to be scary? Like it, anytime I've had these realizations of, oh, that's part of me, it, it can be, it can be scary in the sense of, wait, that was part of me. (laughs) It makes me think of this quote. I I love the book, When Things Fall Apart Mm, by Pema Chodron, the Buddhist nun. She, in this book, I remember she talks about the, the concept of when we're nailed to the moment and where there's nothing we can do to shift things, to make ourselves come out looking better or feeling better. And She uses the analogy of it's like you're looking in the mirror and in your place is a gorilla and you try to reposition the mirror. You try to change your position, your expressions, but all you see is this gorilla looking back at you Mm. and, and that being nailed to the moment. And that's, that is what comes to mind when, when we are, especially when we're doing art for process and when those shadow pieces show up. It's like having the courage to stand and look in the mirror, no matter what we see reflected back to us. Mm. Yes, it can be scary, but it's only scary as long as we are rejecting that piece, right? Yeah. The resistance, the resistance keeps it unknown. It keeps it in the, in what we don't know we are, we're afraid of. It keeps it, um, yeah, it just, it keeps it scary. It keeps it unavailable. Once, right. once we can bring it out into the light, at least for me, like I've never put, I've never brought my shadow to the light where, where I'm working creatively with it, that it doesn't transmute and, and then, you know, come back to at some point, maybe not immediately, but, mm. um, and it's never as scary as I think it's going to be. Yes. Yes. I'd like to hear more about that. Do you have any stories you want to share with us of using process art and meeting your shadow? I do. I, well, 
I, I mean, we could do like a whole series on this, I feel like, but, um, <laughs> we probably could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the one I'll talk about today has been a shadow piece of me since the beginning. And I haven't really known about it until probably five, five years or so, maybe eight years ago when I really started working with the abandonment piece. And I know I've talked about this a lot and I probably will continue to because it is the biggest shadow piece that I have. And that, that is um, the adoption piece of, you know, being given away at birth and being in foster care, but not having a name and like that whole thing, like the whole Mm. thing and even in utero. So as I worked with process art, I uncovered layers, like you were talking about earlier, like that onion and peeling those back. And it, you know, it started out with just being abandoned and then going further it, I realized it was more, you know, about maybe not having a name when I was in foster care and then peeling that even further. It's like, and then it was in utero and this particular piece I did in a, an altered journal. So it was a journal that I had written in decades ago and that I kept all my journals at one point. And so I decided to transmute some of the stuff that was in there and begin altering the pages of it with art. And Mm. I did a, a spread with this in utero little, almost like fetal blob type thing. And I had a conversation with her Um, I will definitely include this image so that you guys can understand this more um, on Instagram, but it, she's floating in darkness and the conversation was, you know, I feel left. I'm lost. I'm left. I am formless. I'm nameless. You know, is someone Mm. going to, to come like take me? And I realized that there there was that little bitty part of me that hat was still sort of there and I hadn't done the work to reclaim her. So in this piece of, of art, I, I reclaimed her with this silver cord that wraps around her. And then I, you know, put all the colors around the silver and gave her some beautiful words and some hearts and stuff and and basically claimed it I I said you know you are coming with me this time I'm not going to just talk to Mm. you and work art around you but then leave you there there was something really powerful about saying you know I know I've acknowledged you over and over again but I have never really like just creatively picked you up and taken you with me and that's what I did in this piece and (sighs) it was I mean it was a big one because this is part, the part, part of me that is like, oh, you're not worthy. You didn't, you know, don't even have a name. You weren't wanted at birth, you know, like all of that stuff that gets sort of in the shame that gets sort of like in there. So it, it was a pretty instrumental piece to work on. Wow. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That is so powerful stuff. That is so powerful. And yeah, reclaiming those pieces of us, the disowned, the forgotten, the buried pieces. I mean, I feel like this really is what shadow work is. I like to think of the phrase of courageous seeing, like seeing, looking deeply with courage and welcoming home, whatever it is that, whether it was someone else or us, but however things got buried or pushed aside or forgotten. It's like, can we welcome all those pieces home 
And I think you said something earlier when we were off air of like welcoming, welcoming them to the table, Mm -hmm. uh, so to speak. I think that's just beautiful. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, I find it more and more common that the day of doing a podcast, I, you know, I'll have, okay, we're doing shadow work. I'll have that going on. And then I will have an exact situation happen in my life just hours before that will like really bring it home to me. And I do want to say like, it is interesting to be doing so much shadow work on the old pieces and then catch a shadow being born. (laughs) If that makes any sense, because there's a piece of me that I am not fully embracing and allowing at my table right now. And that is the piece of me that's getting older. I'm getting older. My body is getting older. And there are big pockets of shame around that. And as I thought about that and thought about the the image of this in utero little embryo, I'm like, oh, I want to create that old version of me, the, the parts of me that I'm just so ashamed of, you know, has arthritis mm. in her hands and, and getting more wrinkles and all of this. And I think I'm going to start doing that. And I'm so excited to, to, to use this process to meet those parts of me that I am just, I'm having a, a hard time with. Mm. Mm. I can already see the images like rich, <laughs> like getting into the wrinkles and like, oh, and having so much fun with that. And even like, yeah, that old wise self, like holding all the, you know, the fetus, the, all the pieces, sorry, I'm like jumping into your, no, that's exactly <laughs> right. <paintings>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's, that sounds like really juicy things to work with this winter. Like I'm, I'm but I'm not going to wait, like I'm going to start, but like to really delve into that piece. So yes. yeah, that's what creativity can do. It can get us excited about jumping into those spots that don't feel comfortable. We don't want to look at. Absolutely. Absolutely. And whatever it is that we are afraid of, or that we don't want to see, it's like when we show up to the page, whether it's with process painting or with writing, with poetry, with any creative form, that's what really opens the space for whatever it is that is needing attention that we haven't been looking at. It will eventually rise to the surface. And if we're, if we're willing, if we do have that courage to look at it, I mean, creativity is such a powerful tool for, for meeting it and exploring it. Mm. And gosh, there's so many, like you said, we could do an entire series. On Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, do you feel like it might be time to move into those tools just for now? I mean, maybe we'll do a part two, who knows, I, but I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to share a writing prompt because um, this work is just so close to my heart. And this, this writing prompt actually comes straight out of my book, Creative Flow, that just dropped this week, Um, which we'll put a link for. I'm also going to add a link to the Wisdom of the Shadow Oracle deck that I released a couple of years ago that has my a lot of my process paintings, a lot of my own shadow work visually in it. So, so powerful. Um, thank you. Yeah. So this question, the question I want to give you listeners is, what are you afraid the world might discover about you? 
What are you afraid the world might discover about you? You can bring this into your journal or your meditation time. But this is this is a great question for really looking at what pieces are we trying to keep hidden from the world? What are the pieces that we might be projecting onto others? What are the pieces we've disowned and that might have some shame around them? Like you were saying earlier, Steph, what am I afraid the world might discover about me? Oh, man. That's like so, there's so much that can be uncovered just from that one question. There is a lot. There can be experiences in our past that we're ashamed of. There can be aspects of the self. Yeah, yeah, there's, there can be. So however that's like, however you interpret that, you can explore, explore it. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that. And I'm like you said, you're going to link your book. And I will. It is a beautiful, beautiful book. I'm excited. (laughs) Excited for you and for the world to read it. It's an important, uh, it's an important piece of work out there in the world, Mm -hmm. especially right now. What about you, Steph? Do you have any creative expression activities for us related to exploring the shadow? Well, you know, I mean, I think what I would like to bring is just working with it visually, if you can. And then when you've worked with the piece that you have so not wanted to see and feel and get to know. um, And again, you don't have to be an artist, you can use stick figures or, you know, like abstract, maybe a color would represent that part of you. But whatever it is that you're noticing and that you're uncomfortable with, um, if you can get it out onto the page and kind of feel where it lives in your body and really just connect with it. And it may take a while to get to this point, but then how can you wrap this image creatively with love? How can you bring Mm. that piece of you into the fold, that table, that set table for all the pieces of you that you deem worthy and bring that piece in creatively? It it can can just be a string, right? It, It just, you can just do a chord or flowers or whatever you feel like you want to give to this image. Uh, when the time is right to bring it back into your heart and into your fullness. Oh, wow. I love that so much. It's like, it's like bringing wholeness, you know, it's like bringing all the pieces back together. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. And I, I mean, I feel so called to work with the, in this way, you know, and, and I'm so grateful that we do have a community um, and that we'll be able to work online and do things together. So if something like this were to come up, you know, we'd have, we have a place to voice it. And well, since you mentioned it, let's, let's talk about that community. (laughs) We are, we are, yes, we just launched an online community called Soul Nectar and Yeah, we are so excited to be welcoming, yeah, listeners from all around the world, whoever wishes to be a part of this. This is a membership-based monthly group, and we'll be doing a live Zoom call in person on Zoom Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, monthly, as well as have lots of other ways to connect um, on a weekly basis, offering writing prompts, offering a video version of this podcast, and shares from from us that are a lot more personal than we usually put on social media and such. 
Yeah, there's only so, I'm only going to go so far on social media. So it'll be nice to have that sort of cocoon, (laughs) that nice, like enveloping community, the safe space. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So how can folks find us for that? Folks can find us for that um, at our website initially. Um, we It is through Kofi, um, but right on the front page of our website, creativenextstudio.com, there is yes. a place where uh, you can just click and go. You can read what you get and then click and go and, and join. It's yes. really simple. Yeah. That's, I'm so excited about that. So yes, please, if you are feeling called to be a part of this, please join us at creativenectarstudio.com. And yeah, we would love to get to work with you in an even more direct way and see you, see your face. Yeah, no kidding. That would be amazing. It is amazing. Yes. 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 Great. I just want to thank you all listeners for joining and um, wishing you uh, courage and curiosity as you explore your shadow aspects especially today with Halloween. I I just love this as an opportunity to explore all the aspects of my alter ego and kind of getting playful with the shadow aspects of myself. So I wish that for all of us that we can approach this work without it needing to be scary, but bringing play and like you said, Steph, bringing compassion to welcome those pieces home. Absolutely. Well, it's been amazing. Thank you all. Again, it has. (laughs) Thank Thank you you all for joining. Yes, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. This has been a Creative Nectar Studio production.